Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, it's Wednesday today, and it means the day, the time for my show. It's morning here in California, and I wish everybody a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening, wherever they are in their day. And I'm so glad and appreciative of anybody and everyone who tunes in, allows me to share, and also learn, because every time I work with someone, I I'm almost every time introduced to a new idea, new concept, new way of looking at things. And plus, you know, I'm so happy to kind of pay it forward because I got so much help when I first learned this information. And now I get to share it with everybody to help everyone um, by using this information as well. So anyway, if you guys, anybody is able to listen live, and I see I have Robin on. So hello, Robin. But if anyone would like to call in with a question, a comment, um, a healing, anything that you'd like, even um, a complaint, (laughs) you can do that. The number is 646-668-8565. That's 646-668-8565. And you can call in anytime. Uh, If I don't have a caller, I may only go for an hour. But if you do, so if you do want to call, please call in during the first hour at some point because I might end the show and you haven't had a chance to ask me your question or request the healing. So I do do encourage everybody if they are going to call in live to do it within the first hour. Today I do not have a requested healing. Often I get someone to that ask me over email and. If you want to do that in the future, you can email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Spelled just like you would think, J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D. So it's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. If you want to email me a question or a request for a healing, whatever you'd like, and I would do it on the next show or the show after that, depending on the lineup. (laughs) Okay. Now, I did get a little bit of feedback, not much, from Suzanne. She was the one who I healed last week. And she said it's been very empowering and it helped her mood. And she's been working with divine skin and divine freedom from pain because she has some areas that are painful. And she said it does seem to be helping that. So that's the feedback from Suzanne. So I'm very happy for her. And I know as she continues to work with the energy, it will be even better. The It will continue to improve. It will continue to get better. Now, last week, the idea for my show this week, you know, because I always plan something in case I don't have a caller. I don't ever want to get on the radio and go, duh, you know, uh, 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 what am I going to say today? So I always plan something, and it's not hard. There's just so much information, so much material that I can choose from 
that it's not a problem at all. And But the idea for this week really stemmed from last week. Now, when I got off the radio last week, I was sort of mildly horrified that I had shared the story about my breasts becoming bigger when I started using divine breasts in order to bring in healing and balancing around the, the fibroid cyst that I had in the breast. So I was not expecting them to get bigger, and so I shared it with you on the phone, uh, on the show last night, last week. And then when I finished the show, I'm like, oh my God, that was just too much information. <laughs> and the other part of it, though, and I hope it didn't bother people that it was so personal to me, but the other part of it was I kept thinking, you know, I didn't go far enough. I didn't discuss the preventative effects of what we can do. The neutralizing and the empowering has a tremendous benefit in the prevention area. And it may not prevent it completely, but for example, taking the breast, many of us have relatives, for example, that have had breast cancer, and so we might feel that we're more prone or apt to get it. Well, what I didn't say last week and what I'm going to say right now is, before I get over to the general topic related to this, is that we can neutralize, make it a lifestyle, neutralize on a fairly regular basis any predisposition for breast cancer and all that goes into it, all the energetic side, whatever might be, it, it might have something to do with issues of our own femininity, it might have something to do with issues of uh, feeling like our, well, whatever, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. But there's so many things that if you do get breast cancer, if you carry carry to this life that predisposition, you can go in and neutralize on a fairly regular basis anything and everything, known and unknown. We don't have to know what might cause it in this life. You take a guess, you put your your mind around it, you think what it might be, and certainly work on that. You may know someone who has breast cancer who is full of shame, for example, and that's the one I always seem to bring up. But if you know people and you look at their lives, you might, well, maybe I have that. So you can work on those issues that you might see around you. Now, it may maybe that's related to the breast issue, and maybe it isn't. But boy, does it never hurt to <laughs> neutralize shame or whatever you neutralize. So neutralizing is good no matter what. Now, the other side of it is to also empower, bring in the divine breast, bring in the divine health, bring in the divine femininity, or whatever you would want to empower based on what you're neutralizing or dissolving away, you want to empower and re and create, and in, you know, the positive. And so the this is going to be helpful in allowing you to prevent the manifestation of the breast cancer in your life. And if you do get it, it will be less bad, less of a problem. Maybe you find it really soon and it's still in situ and stage one and it comes out really easy with a lumpectomy or something. You can really reduce the potential negative that might occur. So if you have anything, and I'm just talking about the breast, 
But if you have anything in your life that you have inherited from your parents that you might have the predisposition, you can go in and start to work on that now. You don't have to wait until it arrives in your life. It's a great opportunity to really work on things that haven't manifested yet, but there's a chance it could be, even if the chance is small and or if the chance is large or anywhere in between. Let's work on these things. Even if you have something like um, Alzheimer's, you know, that's in your family or something like, uh, oh, I don't know, I can't think, but anything, the more you work to prevent it, the less, if it comes at all, it will be less intense less debilitating, less, less, less. Okay. Now, that brings me to this topic, which I think I've done in another show, unless it was in a meetup group or some other something that I've done. But there are four issues, four patterns that we all have that the higher selves recommended way back when that we work to neutralize. And those four are aging, illness, death, and dying. Okay. And I know all of you think neutralize, but we all age, we all are ill, we all die, we all have a dying situation, and, and yada, yada, yada. But it's very important. You have to understand it's, it works. Aging, illness, death, and dying. You know, we all have gone through eons of lifetimes where not only do we see everyone around us growing old and getting sick and then going through a dying process and, and then actually dying, but we ourselves have done it in lifetime after lifetime. And as a result, we have built up the same kind of energy identities, the same thought forms, the same habit imprints, the same emotional blueprints. The same thing that we built up in, for any other thing, any other problem in our lives, we've built up around aging, illness, death, and dying. So, and I mean, you all know that, I mean, that's true. Now, when we work on aging, illness, death, and dying, it's important, as it is with anything, that we work both sides of the coin. It's not just about neutralizing or just about empowering. I usually talk about neutralizing way more because the empowerment side is out there everywhere and the concept of what to do with a negative is not out there other than don't think negatively or don't don't focus on it or whatever. So the I know there's more than that out there, but I don't know exactly everything you know. <laughs> terrible about knowing everything else, but I hear there is some good stuff out there, but it's still much less, much less talked about what to do with a negative than, you know, how to do the empowering. So a couple, three weeks ago, I started with just the empowerment because what I like about it, it is only one side of the coin, but it's something we can do so quickly so quite fast, we can just simply amalgamate and then bring in the divine energy that we want to use to empower, you know, divine self-worth or divine uh, health or divine eyesight or divine whatever it is you want to work on. And in just a few seconds, you're standing in the grocery line or the, the bank, you know, you're staying at the DMV and maybe you have two hours, not just a few seconds, but you can do it all day long. You're in the shower, you know, you're washing 
in the shower and you, you say, you know, I really want to do something about my skin. It's just um, it's too dry or maybe you have psoriasis or something, call in Divine Skin. Whenever you're reminded of something that you want to be have better in your life, no matter what it is, just do those few seconds of amalgamation and then bring in that divine energy. So that's the empowerment side. But actually, the lifestyle that we all need to have is both sides, to both neutralize why something is in your life in the first place and then empower the opposite, empower what it is we do want in our life. So that's what I... I'm going to bring to the table today with the aging, illness, death, and dying. We have created, over eons of time, these aging, illness, death, and dying thoughts, as I've said, the habits and the emotional blueprints. And so much of the life pattern is the expectation that these things will happen. Okay? Now, before I go on, I want to just say that I'm going to begin with the aging Issue because aging, illness, death, and dying is big. I just can't do all four in one show. So I'm going to start with the aging. And if no one calls in, I will do the whole aging thing. And then next time I'll do the illness. Now, aging and illness can be very connected because there are illnesses or physical things that happen to us as we age. So don't, there will be some overlap, but I just want you to know that overlap never matters. Because we can work on these things a lot. We've had eons of lifetimes. I mean, we're carrying a lot of that etheric, energetic baggage in our etheric bodies. We have so much of it. And at the soul level, we're cautious. We're cautious about letting it all go at once because we're so used to it. We'll let a few layers go and then it's like, okay. Now what am I getting into? And so the soul usually does this layering thing where it allows layers to come off. And then as you go, you get deeper and deeper. But every layer you take off, of course, is permanent. You don't get that back. Once those energy identities are neutralized and absorbed into your light, that neutral energy, they're gone. So you don't get those layers back, but you still have more layers that come up. So... You have to know that if we repeat, if we, if I do some illness stuff while I'm working on the aging, it's really okay that I do illness again next week because we can just get rid of more layers. But I'm just going to start with aging. And again, we've gone through lifetimes and lifetimes where we've watched people around us get older. We've watched all and seen all the signs of aging. And, I mean, something, and as we get older, don't we have sort of age brackets that we put ourselves in and others in? I mean, you know, you see the birthday cards, whatever the age group is, the birthday cards are around the issues that are often prevalent in those ages. Like when you turn 21, of course, most birthday cards have to do with drinking and celebrating. Um, Or if you turn 60 or 70, they're about aging or they're about memory loss or, you know, they make fun in a cute sort of way uh, about the issues that come up at those ages. So you know what I'm talking about. We tend to 
think of ourselves and define ourselves and others based on the age that we are. Now, it's not only that that we expect certain things to happen at certain ages, but we actually lock into it. And we define, if we have a period where we're having, you know, we've, or we can't read as well. Oh, well, that's the normal. The normal. Well, well, we're now 50 and we're losing our close vision kind of thing. And so we don't just know about it. We expect it. We hang our hat on it. And this is what I'm encouraging you all to bear with me and go through the healing I'm going to do today on the aging issue because the deal is we can, if we get a lot of that stuff neutralized and then empower the, bring in the positive energies that empower the opposite, we can actually slow the aging process and we can bring in a much higher quality of life. Believe it or not, it's true. Um, And we need to do both sides of the coin. We need to make it a lifestyle because we've taken on these aging uh, energy identities, these belief systems, these self-identities related to so many lives, every single life as a human. So, it again, it's not only normal but expected. Now, some, you've all heard me tell the story about calling in divine vision because I really wanted to be able to tune into the higher selves and psychically and all sorts of things. I wanted to bring in that that kind of divine vision in my mind, sort of that alternative vision to the seeing, the, the actual eyes. Never expected that it was going to improve my eyesight. And that's exactly what happened. I've now talked about it a couple times. But for those of you who are new, one eye, when I went to the eye doctor, because my glasses are no longer working for me, I discovered this because one eye got 50% better and the other eye got 40% better. So it was unexpected, very exciting. I was actually reversing the the eyesight, and it was great. And this week I went to the eye doctor again, um, because one of my glasses, I lost the, one of the lenses fell out and somehow I lost it. So I had to go back and it was time, I think it's been a year and a half or something since my last visit. So I went back and had the check and they have somebody else other than the eye doctor. You probably know this. It does all those machines that you, you know, checks your glaucoma, checks cataracts, it checks your, the health of your retina, and all those things. They were your peripheral vision, your nearsighted and farsighted kind of thing. I mean, it, it checks all of that. And so I went through all those tests. And then I go to the doctor. And the doctor, again, she I didn't know her. She just looked at my chart, saw how old I was, and started talking. Well, she hadn't looked at the test yet. So she's starting to talk about, well, what I can expect. And don't be surprised if you have, you know, the startings of cataracts and you have you know, maybe you have something wrong with your macular area of your eye and and yada, yada, yada. I don't remember all the things. And then she started looking at the test and everything was absolutely perfect. Just perfect. I had nothing. And my sister just had cataract surgery. My best friend is having it this week. 
I'm in that age group where cataracts start to appear. And she said, oh, well, you must be really good at wearing sunglasses. And I said, actually, I don't own a pair. And she looked at me like, what? <laughs> because I'm light-skinned, I have blue eyes, and I guess we're more sensitive as an as a overall rule to getting cataracts. But I had absolutely no sign of anything. She just said my eye looked absolutely perfect, both eyes. So I'm thinking, yay for divine vision. <laughs> yay for all the work I've done on myself for aging illness. Read. Um, I do have glasses. I have progressives because my eyes aren't perfect at each of the three, you know, progressives are where you have stuff for the nearsighted, the farsighted, and in between. And I do have um, mild glasses that I use. But, you know, when I read a book, I never use my glasses. So I'm not getting, at least not yet, that farsighted issue that comes up. So everything is slowing down. Will I avoid it forever? I don't know. Maybe so. She told me that by my age, often the eyes become very, uh, stay the same, um, you know, don't change much. So maybe I'll be fine. I don't know. But in any case, do you think I'm going to stop working? No, I'm going to continue to do the neutralizing around the aging and around and doing the empowering for the eye and for everything. So the point is, guys, we have the ability to slow the aging. And I've already reversed, and I probably have said this to you, I've already reversed arthritis in my life. I got it in my early, late 30s, early 40s, and was shocked and never had thought about it for five seconds before. And my mother said, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's big in our family. And You'll, you'll have it, no worries. And she certainly had it, and I knew about it from her. And then I started to pay attention. So I just included all of working on that, too. Now, when I was younger, I didn't work that hard on the aging illness, death and dying. I did work on it. But when you're younger, you just feel invincible or something and not so vulnerable. And so I understand, for those of my younger listeners, you may not feel uh, the impetus or the motivation to work. But honestly, I have turned around so many of the patterns in my life, the aging patterns, the illness patterns. It slowed them down, which brings much more quality to the life. It, it means that I'm not slowed down by the aches and pains that we take for granted as we get older. Oh, well, I'm 50. I might, you know, of course I'm going to have such and such. And we take it for granted and that's what I want to tell you guys, is you don't need to take it for granted. You can actually work on neutralizing that that aging stuff. And, of course, I'm getting to the illness and all of that next week. But you can neutralize, 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 and then empower. And really increase the quality of your life. You can also, It also works to do that prevention so that it might not come in in the first place. So, for example, let's say you have arthritis in your family line, and it's very fairly common. It may not be rheumatoid arthritis or something very serious, but you see your, your mother or your father are both developing arthritis in the joints and having aches and pains and difficulty walking and, you know, having knee replacements or hip replacements or whatever, and you might want to avoid that. 
it hasn't started for you yet, but here's something that can help. Now, each individual is different, and there's no guarantee. So please, I'm, what I'm not, not saying is you absolutely will never grow old and you'll never get anything age-related. Unfortunately, we can't look, we can't compare them. We can't look at ourselves if we had done nothing and then look at ourselves when we have done something and, and look, you know, compare apples to apples. Because if we are working on the aging, we don't know what it would have been like if we hadn't. Okay, we can't really compare. But I've gotten a lot of validation from the doctors that I go to because I still go and I get my checkups and I do all of that. And the a couple, three years ago, I went and had an annual physical and the doctor was like amazed. She said, uh, you know, she's going through everything, all the tests she does for the annual. And she just said, you're as healthy as any of my patients. I can count on, my, on one hand as many patients who are as healthy as you are of all ages, she said. Not just my age, but all ages. And then I went to another doctor. There's this really neat kind of longevity kind of doctor that we have here in L.A. And he's just great, and he helps with supplements and whatever you might need in your life. And I go every couple of years to him. And the last time I went was, I think, a year and a half ago. And he does just so many blood tests. It isn't even funny. Never had so many blood tests that this guy does. And when I went, and I've told this story before on the radio, but I don't know about this year. But when I went to him, I it was four pages of results. So I go in to meet with him because I did the blood test before I had the meeting. And he starts to look through and he's just kind of looking at the first page. He says, oh, everything's good on this page. And he just looks through the second one and he goes, yeah, well, everything's good here too. Then he's on the third page and he stops halfway down through the third page and he says to me, um, okay, what age did your parents die, he says. And he says, you have some incredible genes here. <laughs> he looked down and he finished the fourth page. I had nothing out of line, nothing. Everything was just perfect. And he just couldn't get over it. Now, I didn't tell him I do this work. He doesn't know. But this is what he does for a living. He works with people who are, you know, probably starting in their 40s, 50s and on up to help people deal with the aging issues. And he sees a lot of people and he couldn't get over how healthy I was. And so... I really just want to encourage you because I've had so much validation from, and I told you last week that when I had the bone density, my spinal density is improving, <laughs> improving on its own because I'm doing this work. Now, again, there's no guarantee that anyone is going to get a certain result based on my situation, but I have made it a lifestyle, as you all know. I have done this work on a regular basis. I don't just talk a good game. I live it. And so I'm promoting it for you all. Again, if you're really young, you might not be so motivated, and I understand that. I did start working on it when I first heard the information. I guess I was in my mid-30s, but I didn't work on it very often <laughs> because I couldn't relate to it. And I also didn't understand the work the way I do now. 
And but I never forgot that. And as I started to show issues with aging, like with the arthritis, then I started to work on it. Now, I guess that's basically what what I want to explain is that working on aging is a good thing. Not only can you it help to prevent certain things from coming in as quickly or as intensely, but it also can reverse things. And in general, if nothing else happens, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more flexibility in your lifestyle because aging brings in a lot of things. I mean, there's the whole memory loss, the dementia, the Alzheimer's, there's the aging of the joints, the, you know, arthritis and the, um, you know, hip replacements and knee replacements and all sorts of things that can come in. Um, some of them are from injury, of course, but some, the body just gives out and there's also heart issues as we age, the heart Often we have more problems. Maybe we get high blood pressure or high cholesterol or anything. Sometimes there are weight issues. Whatever it is, as we age, we often bring in a physicality that is less than perfect. And I can guarantee you that I'm healthier today than I was 20, 30, 40 years ago. My gosh, you have no idea. Now, again, I can't promise it's not about that. It's about each person trying it out for themselves, each person taking it on as a lifestyle and seeing what you can do, seeing how you can make your elder years more with so much better quality of life, just improve the possibilities. And again, you can't have any proof. Maybe if I hadn't done the work all, all along the way, when I went to these doctors, everything would have been exactly what it was. But I don't think so. I don't think so. The, the chances of this work not improving that are like zero to none. Absolutely, this work has improved it because I've had it in so many other areas as well, and so will you all. It helps emotionally, psychologically. It helps in what we bring in and manifest. It reduces our negative patterns that we bring up in our lives. It just helps with everything. But this is one thing that people might not realize it can help with, and that's why I'm doing the show on it. Okay, so I want to get started and do a healing around the aging. And first, we're going to do the neutralizing part, and then we're going to do the empowerment part. I mean, it'll be interspersed here and there, but at the end, I'm going to bring in some of the empowering energies that I love to use when I'm doing that empowering side of it. And one of them I introduced to you guys last week, and that was the divine plasma. And that's really important because that is an energy that we can use, for example, if we've had bone loss, bone loss. We call in the divine plasma, and it becomes like what it's supposed to become like. So whenever I'm working on my divine skeleton, on my skeleton, I call in divine bone or divine skeleton. I also call in divine plasma to help replace any bone loss, 
bone that I have. Again, this the body is very dense. It takes time. But as a lifestyle, you're going to find, as I have, that it's going to help. Okay, guys. So I think we all know the drill. And I'm sorry I'm a little hoarse today. Um, I had some allergy issues the last couple of days. And... Um, uh, it's kind of affected my sinuses, and they're much better now. I've been calling in Divine Sinus, by the way, and it's much better now, but I still have a little bit of that raspy voice, and I hope you can understand me well enough. Okay, so let's get started. We're going to start with the aging, and I want everyone to quiet their minds. As you know, we want to... Find a comfortable place to sit or lie down, or some people may be standing, I don't know. But try to be as comfortable and as relaxed as possible. But I want you to begin simply by bringing in that mind's eye. Pull it in. Focus on my voice. Focus on your body. Focus right here in the now. You can be aware of various noises going on around you. You can be aware of pets barking or electronic noises, the air conditioning coming on, or maybe the refrigerator. Maybe there's some loud talking next door. People are having a fight. You can be aware of what's happening in your outer space, in that environment around you. But bring in the mind's eye, because what we're doing is we're actively moving into the now moment using this simple technique We are moving into the now moment and standing in the center of thought, understanding that thought, instead of how we usually think of it as being sort of horizontal in nature with one thought after another thought after another thought, stringing out one after another horizontally, in actuality, thought is vertical. Thought is vertical in nature and it moves into higher and higher frequencies. So the same concepts are at each frequency, but the higher up we go, the more expanded the understanding is about that concept. It just continues to expand. And so we're standing in the now moment and I'm seeing them pop out, pop up. It's just interesting, but it's as if it just, they pop into place and I'm on that, the rim of the wagon wheel symbol that I've been using sort of as a matter of course now. The higher selves have started me using it in a lot of the healings that I do, the private sessions, and even for myself. And I I kind of like this symbol because it's very simple, and it lays out that we're all equal. We're all around the rim. It's like King Arthur's table. No knight is more important than any other. They're all equals. And so we're standing here, and I see that the now moments, they're continuing to pop up as new souls have joined in. The rim includes the past listeners, the present listeners, and the future listeners. So there's a lot of listeners there, but we also are calling in every and any soul that's interested in joining in the healing today on aging. And... Okay, I'm getting a lot of elderly people that have joined in. Now, the elderly people are very motivated, in fact, to to do this work because they are elderly and they're feeling the effects of the aging and their effects that they expected to have. And 
maybe at some inner level they they know they don't have to have it. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's some people here who kind of know at some inner level that they don't have to be so in so much discomfort just because they're older. So there's a lot of people here actually in the and I'm seeing and watching the rim or the circumference of the wheel expand. Remember it's just a symbol, it's energetic in nature and it's expanding and it's just so many there's just I don't know, I'm terrible with numbers, but I have to say thousands or tens of thousands or maybe more are present on this rim. Okay, and all of the now moments have been created, and I'm now going to activate the expansion of the now moment. You all are familiar with this. We're we're expanding the energetic field simply by focusing our attention because it is that focus, that conscious focused thought that's the turn on switch. And I'm watching all the now moments increasing in size, growing bigger, and now the totality of this. Now, giant wagon wheel is included and within the forever now moment. The forever now moment is so large. It includes so many souls from the very beginning of the soul's first expression as minerals and on up through the mineral kingdom, that plant, the animal, into the human, all of the human lives and all of the future nows that all of the future nows that we that I talk about and the it's this time space continuum that bridges this huge arena it's universe wide it's just so large because it's including the totality of the beingness of all of the tens of thousands or more who of of who's on this wagon wheel okay we're now going to activate, we're, we're all within this forever now moment, we're going to activate that pure soul essence light that we all carry. We're going to activate it. You can think of it as the symbol of a sun, which is my favorite symbol, because the sun is so powerful in its own right that it kind of, by using that as a symbol of our pure soul essence, that divine light that we carry within, immediately it gives us the sense of power that that pure soul essence carries. And I'm having everyone expand that light. Use your focus thought. Allow it to fill the totality of your beingness, the past, present, and future nows, encompassing and merging with the totality of the pure soul essence of every single particle that you've ever had in any life and on everything. And so the light within this Forever Now moment is absolutely brilliant. It is brilliant. And I'm, I hope one day I'm going to get more information about this whole time-space thing because it's becoming so amazing more and more each time I use it. So I'm just feeling like there's more information to be forthcoming about it. I don't have it as yet, but it is... It's amazing. That's all I can say. So the light, we're all joined in one accord now, and we are all going to be calling in the conglomerate of the higher self energy as well. It's the higher selves from all of us, 
and throughout the totality of our life pattern. Because there were times where we didn't carry our own higher selves, but we had higher selves who were in charge of us, so to speak. The Those souls that have graduated into the fifth dimension, they take on that service commitment. It is a divine will frequency, and they help the evolutionary process of the five, four lower kingdoms. And so we have just an inordinate huge amount of higher self energy that has become part of this time-space continuum. <sighs> I just can't, it sounds so outrageous sometimes, but I can't even begin to explain the intensity that I sense, that I feel maybe some of you do also. I hope so. Um, please email me if you are experiencing anything similar to what I'm communicating or or not. But in any case, the higher selves are now in place. They facilitate and help process the healing that we're going to do. And But we're going to also become one with that originating source energy. And the thing that's so interesting is I'm kind of seeing it as a layering effect. It's us with the pure soul essence, and I don't really think it's a layering. I think that it just, I perceive it that way. But I feel that the all of our light is, is kind of in the lower half. And then when we amalgamate with a higher self, it's as if the light has a different bandwidth or different frequency, but it's very high. Is kind of the middle layer or just on top of our layer. And then there's the originating source layer that's kind of the enveloping, overseeing, uh, most brilliant layer. I don't know. It's also brilliant. It's hard to even sense that, that this layering effect, but that's kind of the way it feels to me. But we are, by becoming one with that originating source, we are definitely bringing in the healing at the very highest level that we could possibly work in because it taps into the totality of our beingness. And so we are going to be neutralizing to the deepest, most efficient levels that we can because we are utilizing the energies from the top down. In other words, we're always working at the highest level. We're never settling for working part, partly up what we could t- do or, or tolerate and so the, the the scene is set. The In the center is the hub of the wheel. This time I don't have any individual in there, and I'm going to create a symbolic orb. The symbolic orb is going to take in, as we release the aging issues that I'm going to begin to call out, the orb is going to be filled with everything that we release. So I want everyone, when I call out the issues... I want you to simply see it moving out from yourselves into the symbolic orb. If you have another symbol in mind, you can certainly use it. I've used dozens and dozens and dozens of symbols over the years, and they all work. They're all equally great, um, and you may have one that's different from mine at the same time, and that's fine too. There is not one, it's no one right symbol. This is a simple one and allows me to put the focus of attention on the healing itself instead of worrying about symbology or anything. It just gives the the ability for all of us to focus. So right now I see an orb sitting in the center 
of the hub. Now remember how huge this energetic wheel is because so many people are on it. So the ball of light, the orb that we're all going to be releasing into is huge. It's huge. It's just really big because this time-space continuum is it's, it's filling a big part of the universe. Excuse me for being so ridiculous, but it is filling a big part of the universe. So the good news is that there's plenty of space here. There's plenty of room to release as much as we want. And I want to just begin by having everyone release the belief systems around the aging issue, believing that aging is normal, that aging is expected, that aging is unavoidable. And then what's coming up immediately is a resistance, is a resistance to letting that go. Not everyone, but there's enough of a resistance here that I want to first work on the resistance because there's going to be a lot of belief systems that we all carry that say, of course, it's normal, of course, it's unavoidable, and of course, it's expected. So why should I release that? Remember that the belief systems that we carry are the beacons that call in what we expect, what we believe. And so we call in the things we expect and the things we believe, and it validates our beliefs. And we go, see, we were right. And what I want to ask is that we activate that neutral space between belief and disbelief. And I'm asking for everyone to stand between belief and disbelief. Allow my words, allow the healing to just happen. Remember, we're working with the divine energy. There can be no harm, no foul, no forcing, no trespassing. If the, the words come in, if the energies, if I call out energies that you're not comfortable with at the soul level, you won't release it. What I'm encouraging everyone to do is to stand between belief and disbelief and allow the energy to do what it can, what it will, knowing that at the soul level, maybe at the soul level you are more ready than at the conscious level or vice versa to release. So by standing in the center of the neutrality, we're more apt to be able to not judge and not put the, the caps of limits on ourselves because that's what we do. We, we, if we say, oh, no, well, of course we're going to age, well, that's a limiter. And, of course, you will age, and you will age exactly how you expect it. So what we want to do is we want to stand in the center, don't believe, don't disbelieve, just allow the healing to proceed without judging, without deciding before you even start how it's going to go. And and actually, I am seeing some release of this resistance. There is some understanding now that's allowing the people around the wagon wheel to begin to release. And so the resistance is just flowing out now. It's It's coming out because even people who I didn't pick up being resistant, we were carrying it anyway because maybe it wasn't so big that I picked it up. But all of us have resistance. All of us are rational creatures. And our reason tells us that this is all normal and expected. What I want you to just do is put that aside 
and allow for the possibility that something that you can also be the directing identity in how you age, how quick you age, how badly, how difficult it is, and about bringing in better quality of life. So I'm asking you to, I'm calling in divine possibilities and just asking everyone to release more and more of the resistance. And that big orb is filling up. It's filling up the resistance, stubbornness, refusal to even acknowledge. You know, sometimes we just plain feel safer. Okay. I, what I'm seeing now is for there's some people, as I've said, that were, are part of this thing, this wheel, that have already reached a fairly old or fairly old age. And so there's this self-criticism and judgment and self-berating. Who knew that I'd feel that? But people are starting to say, oh, my God, it's my fault. I didn't need to be like this, you know, bop, bop, bop. And they're berating themselves and criticizing themselves. And I want all that self-criticism to be released, all that finding of fault, all that why didn't I do this, that, or the other sooner. And it's not just about not knowing about this information, but there are other aspects of aging that, for example, if you take some supplements, maybe the belief was, well, if I'd just taken that supplement, maybe I wouldn't have gotten as bad arthritis if I'd taken glucosamine chondroitin or something like that. So there's a lot of, from the elderly, there's a lot of um, berating of the self that they didn't take good enough care of themselves. So I want everyone to release that that belief system and also the patterns of not paying attention, not taking care. These days, everyone seems to be very connected to eating healthy, you know, doing what they can to take care of themselves. But all of us have areas where we aren't so careful, where we kind of avoid or we aren't we don't pay attention. And so, and certainly in other lifetimes, we didn't pay attention. So I want everyone to release those parts, those thoughts, those whatever we carry at the energy level where we weren't as aware, we weren't as careful. We allowed ourselves perhaps to focus on something else at the expense of ourselves. Now, we've all done that. We've all worked so hard, or maybe we've taken care of children and elderly parents as well, and we haven't been able to focus on ourselves and take care of our needs. And part of our needs is to pay attention to the physical body, to take care of our health, to take care of ourselves on every level. So there's some self-sacrifice patterns here, some avoidance for whatever reason. Sometimes it's specific conditions and situations. And sometimes it's sometimes it can be confusion. Sometimes it can actually be some sort of uh, just not knowing, not being exposed to, um, to certain ideas. So we want to release whatever the causes, known and unknown, for us to that for reasons that we might not take care, for reasons that we might avoid taking care of ourselves, the self-sacrifice. For example, I met some people, 
three or four years ago, both the husband and the wife, they were in their early 50s, and they both had diabetes. But both of them, they they were not from the States, uh, but both of them felt that just having the, um, taking the insulin meant they could eat whatever sugar they wanted. And so they were just constantly, their diet was horrible, even though they had insulin-dependent diabetes, they literally didn't take care. But I realized after I got to know them that a lot of it was they just didn't understand. Now, it's very difficult when someone's made peace with the diabetes they've had for 20 years, feeling that just taking the insulin is going to be fine for them. You know, I wasn't going to jump down anybody's throat. So it's, but here's what I'm saying. There's so many different reasons why we don't take care. So let's release all those reasons. Just not knowing, not understanding, not having options, not having alternatives, not having the viewpoints, having the limited beliefs, having the known and unknown, whatever we carry that holds us to ignoring helping ourselves with this or preventing ourselves from being motivated, whatever would lock us into the normal thing. Um, Let's just release, 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 release all of that, and it's just pouring out. Everyone's doing a great job. At least I see a conglomerate symbol. It looks like everyone is doing a great job. I'm just seeing it pour into this orb. The orb is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just a storage place. It's an orb of light holding on to all the, the negative energy, so it doesn't go anywhere. So we can... Do the releasing first, and then we'll do the neutralizing process. Okay, now I want to address the different systems in the physical body. And I want to, that are related to aging. And, and one of the first ones that's that come up for me is the, the neurological system, the brain. And I want to have everyone release memory loss. The aging of the brain, the loss of, of brain cells, the loss of uh, being able to think clearly or thinking fast or, you know, having that mind click along like it would for the, you know, when, when we're all younger. We want to release all of that, all the forgetfulness, all of the, the disconnection, all of the distractions, because as people get older, they lose focus over and over. They go to do something over here and they're doing that for 20 seconds and then they think of something else and they go over here. And by the end of the day, they've switched around so many times they don't finish any of the tasks. So whatever you want to call that, I want you to release that lack of focus, that that anything from the nervous system. And I'm seeing everyone releasing. And to me, it's funny because it's coming out almost like nerves, like the long stringy nerves that we carry, the neurons or whatever they call them, I'm not sure, but I feel like this black energy, it's like little snaky things going into the orb of light and becoming one with all that negative energy and just tons of worms. And if you're someone who has senility or dementia or Alzheimer's in your life, uh, in your family history, I really want to address that. Let's release 
any and all of that kind of pattern. The You can actually work on those plaques that get formed with that stuff, and I don't know all the scientific terms, but if you know them, throw those in. You know, you don't have to wait for me to say it. I want to see, and I'm activating a vacuum. It's right kind of symbolically at the center of the orb, and it's vacuuming in the plaques, pulling it out from everyone's brain. Whatever has begun to form within the brain that eventually would reduce the functionality of the brain in any way. I, we also can address any kind of pain issues that are related to the nerves. You know, things like sciatica and other nervous, nerve-related things can either intensify as they're aging or start to come in as you're aging. And I want to see some of that. And I am seeing it coming up from the legs and from the arms and the torso. It is coming. It's being released from so many people. The deterioration of the nervous system on any level, known and unknown, spoken and unspoken, direct and indirect. Now, we have to understand that every system that we carry at the body is interrelated with every other system. So when we say direct and indirect, if, for example, there's a problem with the circulatory system, we want that would be, you know, that it's related to the nervous system, whatever you might be carrying, we want that the issues in the circulatory system would come out separately. But, of course, I'm going to work specifically on the cir- circul- circulation um, for everyone also because we want to get to the heart, potential heart issues and everything related to the circulatory system. Okay. All right. While that's ongoing, I'm now going to activate, and I'm going to call on, I want to call on Divine Body, Divine healing, divine neurological system, and divine circulatory system. Okay? So that, that those divine energies can kind of empower and help the releases that we don't, that we want to release. And it will also bring in the empowering and bringing in the healing side, filling in, so to speak symbolic areas we've left empty empty by our releasing. Okay. Now, I want to also begin by working on the circulatory system. Okay. Without even saying anything, I'm seeing a lot of people release from the heart center. We often um, think of the heart as being the center of the circulatory system, and in, in a way, it certainly is. And I'm asking for any and all issues with the heart, especially those kind of issues, but not only those kind of issues, but that tend to increase, the problems tend to increase as we get older, like plaque or I don't know if it's plaque or the buildup of um, the blockage in the arteries where people need to have um, bypasses and things like that. What we want to do is we want to release all of the tendency, all of the predisposition, 
and all of the actual blocks that any of us may have. And I'm calling in divine dissolvent of some sort, whatever would be the right thing. Because if we have any of the buildup, it's going to be sort of hard. Uh, and I want dissolvent to come in to start to clean. It's like divine liquid plumber. It's going to go into the the arteries and the veins around the heart and throughout the whole body and start to, okay, I'm seeing a, a, a work on the carotid, uh, you know, the neck, the big neck arteries that go into the brain. So that's interesting because sometimes those get occluded or blocked. And, you know, my scientific knowledge is, is sort of pretty um, superficial. So if I'm saying the wrong thing or not getting quite, you know, and you know better, go ahead. But understand that because we're working within the divine, that these things are going to happen anyway. As I've said often, if we go to heal the knee and it's the elbow that needs healing, because we're working with those divine energies, the elbow will get the healing. So I may not be giving the right words, the right descriptions, but it doesn't matter. Wow. I'm really feeling a lot of release, a lot of release. I want to um, also work to release any circulatory problems that might be as a result of things like diabetes uh, or perhaps uh, immob- you know, being immobile, not, not walking or exercising. Often there are circulatory problems with the legs and um just in general, the lack of movement can create and add to the problems with the circulatory system. So we want to release all of that. We want to release high cholesterol. And that was kind of like, when I said cholesterol, it was kind of like that octopus that releases the ink. <laughs> I just saw this big, and a lot of ink of the high cholesterol was being released for people. And I want to just keep that flowing outward. We want to just keep releasing the high cholesterol tendencies and all the causes. Remember that there are thoughts, habits, and emotional blueprints behind all of this. And so whatever you might feel is behind this. Maybe you have grief. Maybe you have loss. And I'm not working so much with those issues behind it. If you do have heart problems, there and it's not strictly related to aging, but even if it is related to aging, you would have a buildup of emotional, psychological, false beliefs, all of that kind of thing that have brought it in and manifested it in the heart center. And so I'm not working specifically on those because those are the things I work on every week with the different people who call in, you know, maybe the guilt or the shame or the fears or the misunderstandings, the regret, the uh, resentment, whatever it is that I work on, those are what I work on most of the time. So I'm focusing now on the physical body itself. However, if you're thinking of things related to whatever I say, just throw them in. You're not limited by what I say. You're not limited. Also, you can listen to this healing again, and I recommend it. Pause it, and then you can do the emotional side, the psychological side, the false belief side, the fear side, the doubt side. You can do all of that as well. But right now, I just want to focus on the physical body. 
Okay, I want to work on the digestive system now, the digestion. I want you, everybody, to release any and all digestive problems, all the causes, all the ripple effects, direct or indirect. I want to release problems with um, ulcers or constipation, diarrhea, all those unpleasant kind of things, Um, any problems with the kidneys, any problems with the liver, the gallbladder, any problems with the mouth, the teeth, the throat, the everything, the whole digestive system from the time food goes into the mouth and out in some way. We want to release all issues with the digestive system, and I'm actually seeing much of the energy being released coming out of the stomach area. It, it shifted from the heart center in general to the abdominal area for me, and that makes sense. Um, symbolically, it makes sense that if we're going to release digestive issues, that that stomach is kind of the heart of it. The torso is kind of the heart of the digestive system. And there are so many digestive issues. People who can't eat certain foods, any food allergies, any food sensitivities, anything around the digestive system, especially those things that tend to show up later in life. We want to work on those and maybe any of the individuals in the healing would have some uh, some specific issues around the digestive system. I'm not too sure what is strictly age-related. I know that there's, oh, I know. Here's one. How about getting polyps and cancer, things like that in the colon? That tends to be age-related. The doctors want everyone to have their first um, colonoscopy at age 50. So we want to release all of that. We want the colon to be cleansed. And whatever might be there already, we want to watch it dissolve. We want to dissolve all the buildup of the polyps of anything. We want just literally for it to be washed out. And I'm calling in divine flush. We're going to give ourselves like an enema, guys. We're going to, but we're going to flush out with the light. We're going to flush out, dissolving all of that buildup, all of the residue, all of the the issues with that could possibly be there for the colon for the digestive system. I also want the light to move into the kidneys and really move in through and around the totality of the kidneys. I'm asking that it combine with the circulatory system and the because I want the kidneys to be flushed. I want everything to be cleansed and cleared. I don't know if kidney stones are cumulative uh, kind of thing that happen more often as we age, I'm not sure, but I want all of the kidney-related issues to be flushed out, all of them, the whole digestive system. Let's just, okay, and what I'm seeing now is I'm seeing a beautiful kind of light. It's hard to describe. It's kind of like the divine digestion. It's as if we're bringing in actual brand new digestive system and superimposing it in a way upon our own. And you might have perfect digestion, but this is only going to increase the perfection. It's not 
doesn't mean that, you know, I'm hoping people won't refuse it, but I feel like there's an overlay coming in uh, over the the whole, uh, the stomach, you know, from the mouth down, all of the intestines, the colon. Also, I feel it overlaying on the kidneys and the liver. It's just coming in, and this beautiful divine digestive system is overlaying. And this is a beautiful image to use in the future if you're just standing in line somewhere, like I've mentioned, or you're driving, you're filling your car with gas, and you just have a few seconds to amalgamate. If you have digestive issues, you don't have a lot of time to do the neutralizing, just call in divine digestion and think of this overlay of this beautiful digestive system. Now, you, of course, can do that with anything else. You can do call in divine brain, and that overlay is present there. I didn't happen to see it, but as I focus on it now, I see it's also there. Um, so, and, of course, it's there with the... <laughs> It's there with the circulatory system, too. If you have problems with your heart, keep calling in divine heart, divine circulation. And watch the overlay. Watch that light penetrate and bring the heart and the whole circulatory system or whatever system you're working with, watch it move in and bring your heart into a higher, higher state of balance or whatever you're working with, into a higher heart of state of balance and the state of health. Okay, now let's work on the reproductive system. And already, I didn't even have to say it, I'm starting to feel a lot of releases around the reproductive system, and this is really interesting. We all know that the aging process contains the the process of menopause, and even for men, there's a reduction of hormones, um, And but also... How we experience that varies from from person to person. Some people have a very uh, easy time with menopause. Some people have a very difficult time with menopause. Uh, Some people get it sooner because they've had a hysterectomy early in life or for whatever reason. Others get it much later. My mother was 59 when she stopped having her period. It's fairly late for an individual. So everybody has varies ways. But what I felt right away when I called in that divine reproductive system is I felt a big release on sexual abuse. I don't know why that came up, but I feel that we've all experienced a lot of sexual abuse over many of the lifetimes when the when there was more cruelty and man's inhumanity to man and people really weren't valued. And women especially, at least on this planet, who knows on what other planets, but even men, young boys, I mean, just there's so much sexual abuse that we've all experienced, even if you haven't had any in this life. That was the first thing that I saw coming out. And I'm asking everyone to release sexual abuse, even being an abuser, because we've probably all been there too, Um it's a horrible thing to think that we could have done that, but if you're in a society where using and manipulating and controlling or um, let's say you were a slave owner, let's say you were in a war and you were a soldier and you won a battle and then it was not only okay but expected for the winners to loot and rape <laughs> that, 
that may have happened to you, even though afterward you might have had remorse. So we want to release both the sexual abuse and the sexual abusing. We want to release both sides. And all the, I'm really getting a lot of suffering here. This just, I, this is just so interesting that this is the first area that I'm getting this kind of thing, but I am really getting a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of hurt, a lot of wounds, a lot of misunderstanding and fear, big on the fear. So I want everybody to release. And the interesting thing is it also is related to child birth and child rearing and child being a child. All of that is somehow connected to the reproductive system, and it's calling in issues and patterns for everyone related. We've all been parents. We've all been women. We've all had babies. We've all been men and had children. We've all been children and been born. And so every aspect of that is now coming in, coming into play. And it was so big, it's as if the whole wheel expanded another big proportion to allow this orb of energy to hold all that was let go. And there's anger and rage here and suffering and resentment and hatred and a sense of being violated. This violation is really deep and I want all of that because even if you haven't had sexual issues in this life, there virtually isn't a person that hasn't had some sort of abuse somewhere. So maybe you don't carry a whole lot of it, but release it anyway, because otherwise it's still in the background, still operational, still drawing in things that aren't the best. It works in unforeseen, un unknown ways. So we want to release all of that. And I'm really feeling a lot of release. I'm calling in divine reproductive system divine reproduction and divine I also want to call in divine anti-inflammatory <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of real irritation pain uh, hurt almost as if I don't know just a lot of pain and hurt and also there's a lot of self-identity issues here a lot of self-identity issues because, I mean, we know just in this life that, you know, a lot of men, for example, if they aren't good in bed, quote unquote, then they might feel inadequate. And a lot of women might feel resentment if their needs aren't being met sexually. I'm just giving some general examples. So we want to release resentment and anger because there's a lot of issues here that relate to the sexual nature. And also the imbalance, the imbalances between the male and female nature that we all carry. I, it's all, uh, it operates a lot around the sexual and the reproductive area. The imbalances, the misunderstandings, the misinterpretations, the um, disconnections from our sexual nature, the avoidance issues, the, the being unable to fully move into our and accepting of who we are at the sexual being level. 
and it'll play out in different ways for different people, but I'm just putting those words out and I'm seeing a lot of people release. There's also a lot of confusion and misunderstanding. There's a lot of grief around here because the sexual nature, the reproductive nature is often tied in with love, emotional love. And so there can be a lot of hurt around that love nature where someone you love could betray you and rape you or could um, leave you or, you know, leave you questioning about your sexuality, about your, your reproductive abilities. Let's say you can't have a baby and you are being blamed because in a lot of societies it was not understood that both the man and the woman, men and women, could have a an effect of whether there was a child created or not. So if there was no child, it was blamed on the woman. So there's a lot of blame here around the childbearing, too. I mean, it is just huge what's coming up here, huge, guys. And so we've all had lives where we were barren, when it wasn't our fault. It was the guy's fault, but the guy never got any any of the blame. Or maybe we were the guy, and we weren't at fault, but the woman was, or vice versa. I mean, who knows? So there's just so much misunderstanding, misconceptions, misinterpretations. I just want everyone to continue releasing. Who knew that was going to be such a big thing? But that is really big. And I am going to call in divine reproduction now, divine reproduction. And it's moving into, in through and around, and I'm seeing both sexes coming in, the male, the male, uh, the whole male organs, and same with the female. It's all coming in and overlaying this beautiful divine light for the divine reproduction. And it's just, I'm calling in divine balancing, divine healing. Divine hormone, divine hormones. We want to call in divine hormones so that, that those are being brought into a state of balance. Divine connection to the male and or the female nature, whatever is needed if necessary. Okay. Um, the next thing and I've worked on this or talked about it before, is the skeletal system, the muscular system, the joints. Um, all of those we can work on at once. These are the sort of the carrying system that bear the weight-bearing system of the physical body. It is, they're all very important. Um, we need the bones to carry us physically, the joints connect all the bones in ways and we need the um, you know we need all of that weight bearing all of that stuff in the physical body the muscles to that's part of the skeletal arena and so I want and I'm just watching it slough off the minute I started saying it I'm watching it slough off I feel it coming off the back for some reason. Maybe that's where most of you are releasing. But it's also coming out the bottom of the feet and the hands. It's as if the the energy is being washed out into the orb. All the negatives that we carry around, the 
bones, the muscles, the joints, all of that. That's part of the skeletal system. And I feel it's related to weight bearing. And some of it is feeling related to feeling a burden. Um, oh, my gosh. It's some of the aging of these areas are because of energetic burdens that we carry. So I want you to release the energetic burdens that are affecting the weight-bearing issues of the muscles, the bones, and the joints. So I want you to release all of that because we've come in and experienced so much that we are carrying so much energetic weight and I'm watching it just slough off the, the burdens, the shoulds, the shouldn'ts, the obligations, the pressures, the, um, the requirements. I mean, think of the early lives we've had, not so much now, where we were hunters. We were gatherers. We had to carry great heavy burdens physically. All of that we bring into it, too. Just the, the requirements, the stresses we put on the physical body. So I want all of those stresses, known and unknown, named and unnamed, I just want everybody to release all of that. I want to release, have everybody release all of that. Also, the lack of mobility, the pains, the aches, the discomfort, the the hurts, the wounds, the the um, the physical issues that we've all brought in, and I'm seeing a lot of clearing going on in the legs. Um, I want I want to clear the knees, the hips, the shoulders, the neck, the entire spine. I want to everybody to release pollutants, uh, residues, uh, all the stuff that we don't need anymore, the burdens, the stuff that weighs us down, the stuff that stuff that makes us slump, the stuff that takes away the motivation to, to move, to be active. Anything that's related to aging, the arthritic patterns, the bone loss pattern, let's release all of that, the atrophy of the muscles, all of those things. We want to release anything and everything, and I'm going to call in divine skeleton or divine bone or both, divine spine, divine muscles. And as I'm calling them in, I don't know if you're experiencing them in any way, but I'm seeing this powerful light coming in and overlaying like I've seen earlier with each thing and divine joints. And this is, again... When you have time to work the neutralizing and the empowering, great. But if you have those 20 seconds or 30 seconds somewhere, just do that quick amalgamation using the focus of attention, moving into becoming one with the pure soul essence, your higher self, the originating source, and then call in that divine energy and focus on it. Feel it. Sense it. Know it's there. Experience it as best you can. The more often you use it, the more you're going to be experiencing it. Okay. Now, I want to move on. There's, the, you know, the skin is a very important organ in the body. I want everyone to work on the skin. I think you get the idea now, and I'm going to move on because there's some divine energies that I want to talk about 
that I haven't talked about, I don't believe, on the show before. Certainly not this year. Maybe I did um, two years ago. Okay. One of the other things that I do and encourage you all to do is work on calling in the divine energies that will help accelerate and empower the whole slowing down of the aging and even aspects of de-aging. So I want to, to introduce you to first repeating the divine plasma. That is a very powerful energy and it really helps. It really works with the bone, for example, I call in divine plasma. I see it just imagining it going into the bones and starting to create um, more bone density. But there's also, I also call in divine stem cells. And I don't know where I need them. <laughs> I have no idea. So I just call in divine stem cells. If I'm working with the bone, I would call it in because like plasma, it's very similar. I feel like it would help. Um, I call it in when I'm working on my skin, anything. Hormones, I call in divine stem cells. Okay? Do I understand perfectly where they go and how they work? No. But I'm explaining to you or offering some ideas. If you resonate, then great. Maybe you have... A lot of blood loss. Maybe you've had an accident and you had a lot of blood loss and you really need to build up your blood. Call in the divine plasma and the divine stem cells and it will help accelerate the rebuilding of the blood. Okay, here's another one. I call in divine rejuvenation. Okay, divine rejuvenation. Every time I'm working on the aging issues, I call in divine rejuvenation. And these energies work in interesting ways. They may not necessarily work on the physical body, but it can also work in other ways. It might bring me to buy some clothes that, that, that aren't so dowdy or something. I mean, I'm making that up. It may bring me to, an, to an, um, some sort of supplement that gives me more energy. I don't know exactly how it works, but I've been using that energy for years, and I love it, and I feel it really helps. It, because I do so much work, it's hard to know exactly which energy does what, but I know the package works. All right, I also call in divine regeneration, okay? Divine regeneration. It's similar to the stem cell energy, but if something is atrophied or... Uh, I'm, there's some loss in some way. For men, maybe the hair loss, I would call in divine plasma, divine stem cells, and divine regeneration. And work on slowing the hair loss and even rebuilding the hair follicle. Okay? Can I, is, is this a guarantee? No. But I'm offering you the possibilities. And for those of you who feel to use these energies, you're going to make it a lifestyle. And those are the people who are going to benefit, just like I have. So I'm encouraging you all. It isn't a one-shot deal. You might be surprised at how much you can change fairly quickly. But there's no guarantee. I can't say. I didn't know in myself what would change and what wouldn't change. 
and I don't know in anybody else because I'm not privy to that that level of information. But I do know there's been significant change for myself, and I can only encourage everyone else. Here's another one. I call on divine telomeres and divine mitochondria. Now, the mitochondria, we are sort of the energy fuel system within each cell. And I don't remember the science anymore. I remember learning about them way back in, I think I was a freshman or sophomore in college when I took biology. I remember them as being important. And like any engine, they can start to run down as we get older. So I call in divine mitochondria, and I actually, just as I'm talking about it, I'm seeing all of the mitochondria in every cell of the body for all of us being stimulated by divine mitochondria. Divine telomere. Now, again, I'm limited in science, but the telomeres are something that we carry that as we age, they start to get shorter. They, the ends break off. So, the And the people who tend to live longer have a longer telomere still in their body. I don't even know where they're housed, probably in the cell somewhere, but I call him divine telomeres. And I do that, and I'm encouraging you all to do that too. Call in divine telomeres, and if you're interested in the science, I know you can all Google it and find out exactly what I'm talking about. So I call in all those divine energies. I call them in when I'm doing the neutralizing and the empowering, and then when I'm only doing the empowering, sometimes all I can call. You know, if I wake up and I'm feeling extra tired in the morning because it's come to my mind, oh, I don't have much energy today, um, I might amalgamate quickly as I'm showering or as I'm fixing my breakfast, and I'll call in divine regeneration, divine rejuvenation, divine telomeres, and especially divine mitochondria. Does it take me more than 30 seconds? No. But if I'm just putting my cereal together or frying an egg, I can spend 30 seconds to a minute doing that empowering, and it really helps. And again, the more we exercise that muscle, the more benefit we get. Okay. You're probably sick of this whole thing by now, but... um, I'm winding it down. The higher self, give me the symbol. I'm seeing the the forever now moment closing. And we haven't neutralized. It hasn't closed all the way, interestingly enough, because we haven't neutralized what we released. So the higher selves are reminding me. And so what we're going to do is I want everyone, I want to call in divine neutrality. And I want us to pulse that into the light into the orb of light, and we're all going to be neutralizing every single thing that we let go into that light. And it's going to bring the light from the outside in, and I'm seeing the light penetrate, and everybody is neutralizing their own issues. Even though it's sort of a conglomerate ball, everybody neutralizes their own issues and takes back into their light the neutral energy. So... You aren't being cheated out of your own stuff and nothing of yours or anyone else's is being, um, there's no trespass here. So I'm very excited because we're almost, it's almost done. It's happening very quickly because there are a lot of us here. And okay, 
it's almost to the center of the ball and it's reached the center and everything is neutralized and the light inside this, what's left of the forever now moment, because it did contract, um, it contracted, I'm pretty sure the higher cells are getting my attention that I hadn't done the neutralizing yet. And But it's now just so brilliant. It's like half a universe now. It's still huge and so brilliant, the light. And I'm just checking around the wheel and I'm seeing, I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing revitalization. I'm seeing I'm going to call in divine transformation, and that's another one I use. Divine transformation is kind of the the icing on the cake here. It's going to help transform our lives on every level, but including the one that affects the aging issues of the body. So we're calling in divine transformation, and it's bathing the totality of all of the souls here and allowing all of us to stand in. It's as if we dissolved so much of what we were carrying like the phoenix. All of the old was dissolved and then these new, beautiful, rejuvenated, uh, regenerated, uh, transformed bodies are standing in light now. We call them so much of those divine um, systems that the body is just everybody. I see it around the wheel. It's really great. So whoever's here has taken in the energy. I don't see any indications that people aren't here, so aren't haven't been doing it. There's no indications. I feel everybody was ready as a result. So with that, I'm going to call this radio show to an end but I want you to stay tuned for some deep illness issues next week. Um, I'm not sure how exactly that's going to unfold, but I think we got a really good start on the body, and I encourage everyone to do what you can when you can, both the neutralizing. We always want to work both sides of the coin, but do remember that when you have very little time, that empowering is fantastic. And the more we use it, the more we stand in the center of that consciousness of being amalgamated and working with our own divine energies that we carry, the more empowered we are, more of our day, more of our lives, more transformative it is, and the more we've exercised that muscle. So it's all good. It works on multiple levels. It's helped us on multiple levels. And so... Good luck with it, guys. And, of course, email me if you have any questions, any concerns, any desires for healing. It's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Please, again, email me. I will definitely get to a healing if it's or answer whatever question you may have. Any feedback anybody has, of course, I always appreciate feedback because it's good for the other listeners, too hear somebody else other than me going blah, 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 blah. And I personalize it because I have the most experience than anybody else I know. But I do know a lot of people now that are getting movement forward on a lot of levels. But I tend to use myself as an example because it's so easy. (laughs) I know. Um, 
So as a result, I encourage other listeners to give me some feedback as to their results that they're experiencing. And I thank all listeners that have tuned in, either live or archived. And I also thank those listeners that do give me feedback that I can share with others online. I thank you so much because sometimes the problems other people can relate to and it helps listen. Oh, I'm not the only one who has this or that happen. It's helpful, anything. So I'm not looking just for positive feedback. I'm looking for any feedback, any question, any comment. And encourage anybody to, you know, to get back to me. So anyway, I hope each and every one of you will tune in again. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, as always, to be, for being part of this show. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye and have a wonderful week. And until next, next time. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.